I am. I am a child of God. I am set free. I am delivered. I am blessed. I am the Holy I am the, the temple of the Holy Spirit. You're going to find out who we are. Because this year we're going to walk in who we are. Come on, so we're going to walk in who we are. You may be seated tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Bishop. Come on, give them a great clap. Bob. We did a great job. If you have your Bible, turn to the book of Acts chapter 16. The book of Acts chapter 16. We have so much stuff happening this year coming up. We're going to be teaching you a foundation course every Thursday. I'm, you don't want to miss Thursdays. Come on, so this Thursday, coming up in a couple of weeks, we're going to be teaching foundation courses on every Thursday. And we'll have some great, the 14 keys are going to be laid out on Thursdays. And we have a foundation. And I'm going to be teaching on I am. And also, look at if you're married, you need to sign up for those things. You need to invest in your marriage. Come on, somebody. We need to invest. We need to invest in our marriage. Not only do we need to invest in our marriage, but you, you plan to get married, sign up. Sign up. If you're dating, I don't want you there. Amen. But if you're, I don't want, I don't want, we're going to talk about some stuff. If you're dating, I don't need you there. But if you're, if you're going to get married, come so you can know what you're going to get. Hallelujah. And know what you need to be doing. Amen. Acts chapter 14, Acts chapter 14, uh, verse 19 says this. When the Jews from Antioch and Iconium came there, and having persuaded the multitudes, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing him to be dead. However, when the disciples gathered around him, he arose up and went into the city, and the next day he departed with Barnabas and debris. And when they had preached the gospel to the city and made many disciples, they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch. Listen carefully. Strengthening the souls of the disciples. Exhorting them to continue in the faith and saying we must through, we must through, we must through many tribulations enter the kingdom of God. Father, thank you, God, for your word. God, I pray that you would speak to us, oh God. Give us a revelation of your word. Allow us to grab a hold of this, God, that our lives would be changed, God, that we would grab a hold of this word for this year, God, that we allow ourselves to become builders of you, God, that we allow ourselves to be transformed to understand your word, Father. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen. I, I want you to understand here, this was an exciting time here that was taking place in the book of Acts. The book of Acts are the Acts of the Apostles, the Acts of the Disciples, and, and, and the great things were taking place here. A lot of stuff happened, and at this point right here, um, the Bible talks about that, that here was, was Paul, and Paul was stoned for preaching the gospel. He, he was stoned for, for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I want you to know that the enemy don't like you to preach the gospel. He don't like you when you when you ministering, when you're testifying, when you talk about Jesus. And so here it shows a great picture of, of, of him preaching the gospel, him, him letting it, let it be known. Now listen to this. The church were people who loved one another at this time. They were they were coming together and they're allowing the growth to take place because they were someone say unified. See, you could do great things in unity. They unified themselves. They, they came together. And the same thing that I want you to realize here is as we begin to do what God calls us to do. 
you know, some of you have been around with us for a long time, and it's great for you to see what God has done. Come on, somebody. You have seen our past, our past situations, and now you've seen our present victories. You've seen where we, we came from and where we're going. So it's great to be part of a church. It's great to be part of something because you can see it from the beginning until the end. I tell people all the time, either you be part of us, you hear about it, or you be part of it. And so some of you have seen it. You've seen it taken from, from us going through tragedy to now living a victorious life. Come on, all. Through much tribulation, we are going to enter to the kingdom of God. We're going to be faced with adversity, but adversity shouldn't control us. We're going to be faced with trials, and we shouldn't let trials control us. Somebody say, I'm not controlled by trials. Trials don't make me get weird. Come on, give the Lord a great clap offering, amen? And so I say this because I want you to understand time is showing us great things. Same way when I see my son, my son is he's about 17 now, amen. Uh, uh, t- how many teenagers we got here, teenagers? If you're a teenager, raise your hand, teenagers, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, about ten, about ten, twelve teenagers right now. But son is packed with teenagers. Listen to this, teenagers. Listen to this. When you guys are kids, you guys grow up from being kids to being teenagers. From teenagers to being young adults. You guys change. But us parents, we don't change. Us parents love you like the kid you are, the teenager you are, and the young adult you became. We don't change. You guys go through all these different changes. You know what I'm saying? And so time shows us how beautiful it was to see you in your pampers. Time seeing you, amen, say your first word saying daddy or stop or trouble or mommy or daddy. Whatever it was, your first words to see you grow. Time showed you to grow and change into a young teenager where, you know, you got your attitude and, you know, you know everything. You're smarter than the world, you know. If you could become a young adult, you find out, I need money to live, to survive. And, you know, and you go through all these weird emotions. So this is what should happen to you through time. When you're young, you are filled with emotions that are just beyond control sometimes. And you have this much Knowledge. I'm talking about now spiritually. Some of us get saved spiritually. And we're young babies. And we're always full of emotion. Oh, ee, ah. And we have this much knowledge of the gospel. And we're still little kids. We're little babies in Christ. But over time we grow. Now we're teenagers. You're teenagers. Listen, in the gospel now. You won't be saved 13, 14 years in the Lord now. You don't know everything. You think you do because you're a teenager. So you're spiritual and you think you know everything, but you don't know nothing because you're still full with emotions and your knowledge is getting a little bit bigger, but you're, you're still controlled by your emotions. And then while you get older, you're growing now you're, you, now you've been saved 20 some years now. Like I've been saved 24 years now, maybe a little bit longer than that. Lord have mercy. My emotions are more smaller and my knowledge is growing a little bigger. I'm not controlled by my emotions no more. But through time, someone say time. 
Through time, I begin to see that. Through time, I begin to see things. I begin to see growth. Through time, I begin to change. Come on. Through time, we begin to equip. But time, we begin to see something different. The same way with your children. I want you to see this before when I get going. Through time, you see them. And you start seeing their, their life grow. Then the teenagers, then the young adults, you start seeing a, a great future for them. Come on, somebody. A great future for them. So we're saying all this is to tell you this. In time, it's time that you and I live in time. Listen, it's time that we live in time to see great things happen for our life. Come on. We got to stop looking from the outside in. And let's step into time. It says, okay, now I'm not going to waste time. I'm going to live in time. I'm going to let my life count. My life is going to count. Going to church is going to count. Serving God is going to count. I'm going to begin to build my life. I'm going to become to become that pastor God wants me to be. I'm going to become that leader God wants me to become. I'm going to be that husband God meant me to be. Some say step into your time. This is the year to step into your time. This is the year to build. Someone say build. See, if we're going to build what God's given us as a church, we're going to have to continue to build through evangelism. Someone say evangelism. How many here got reached by somebody? Somebody reached out to you. Somebody told you about Jesus. It was a flyer or someone just told you, go to church. And someone told you something. A family member, somebody, somebody reached out to you because they reached out to you. You're here today. So there is, someone say there is power in evangelism. See, there is power that we can build through evangelism. But let's listen closely to this. Paul was stoned. Listen, listen. He was stoned and believed to be dead. The disciples gathered around his body. He rise and surprised them. He, he let the world know we are alive. Come on, this church ain't dead. We're not dead. You're not dead. Your marriage is not dead. Come on. <clears throat> I was Amber, it would be a lot louder, but I'm not. I'm just a pastor. Listen carefully. He surprised them. He surprised them because I'm surprising you. When you've been stoned, when you've been thrown trials, when you've been thrown trial after trial, they thought you were dead in 2017. They thought you weren't going to survive. But 18 represents life someone say I'm alive I'm not dead I should have died but I'm alive come on somebody give the Lord a great clap offering we are alive Paul was supposed to be dead he was supposed to be dead they drug him out they drug his body out and says Paul it was good that you went to church Paul, it was good that you loved Jesus. Paul, it was good that you were married and you had children and, and you were doing all that good stuff. But you know what? What's it doing for you lately? Got drugged out. How many of you felt like you've been drugged? Oh, how many last year felt like you've been drugged last year? You're a bunch of, bunch of liars. Don't want to confess you're a liar. You're not in court. I can tell by your faces. You're still still living in 2017. I'm number 2018. I'm alive. I ain't dead no more. I'm alive. 
he, his body was dragged out. And, and, and sometimes, man, I'm telling you, man, it feels like you've been drugged out. You've been drugged out. But you're not controlled by your trials. Say, I'm not controlled by my trials. See, we're all going to have trials, but they're not going to control you. They won't dictate the way I speak. Oh, they won't dictate the way I think. They're not going to control the way I act. I, re- I refuse to allow my trial to mess with me. Paul, all of a sudden, he got up. Someone say he got up. You just imagine how the disciples felt when he got up. I'm telling you, man. Some of you might have got hit and you feel like you were down. I'm telling you, you're surprising people when you get up. Someone say, I'm up. Someone say, I'm up. Ooh, I don't know about you, but I'm up. I've been, I've been going to the gym for the last couple months. I was hitting 10 plates, and I was like, oh, this was good. I said, I'm up. I'm back. I said, I feel good. I've been shaking my jelly. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm on this. I said, I've been pushing away the plate. I said, I'm, I'm, I got this. I said, I might not be in my 20s no more, but I'm in my 40s. I could do this. But I feel more alive than I ever have. Come on, somebody. I'm alive more than you're alive more than you. See, Paul heads for debris to reach souls. You, 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 I don't know. I really like that because it might be, might be a different word, but it's, to me, it says debris. Now, listen to verse 21. And when they had preached, here he goes, preached the gospel to the city. And made many disciples, my God. They returned to Lystra, Iconia, and Antioch. Listen, listen, listen to this church, please, man. Paul came back with purpose. I'm going to say purpose. He didn't just get up and say, well, oh, it didn't work for me. When he got up from the condition he was in, he did something about it. 2018, do something about it. Stop blaming everybody and blame yourself and do something about it. Woo! This was the purpose of his life, church. He said, I'm going to preach. I'm going to preach the gospel. See, you guys think the pulpit... Is the place to preach. That's good and everything, but this is not it. The pulpit is your life. And what have you been preaching with your life? Some of you look like a, I won't say it, like an idiot with your life. How many of you look like an idiot with their life before? You need to stop that. Cut preaching the gospel and looking like a fool with your life. Hmm. Because your life is a pulpit. Well, Jesus loves me and God bless you and everybody makes mistakes. Shut up. Stop using that as a cop out to do what you're doing. Everybody, but don't forget about everybody. You're going to be butt naked before the Lord. And you're going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell. Not everybody else. Well, this pastor's done that, and this leader done. Who cares? I've done stupid stuff, but 
But I don't blame nobody else for my stupidity. I don't know you guys, just a pastor, but me, I have. But some of us, we're so twisted in our minds. We're so emotional in our minds. <laughs> and if I hurt your feelings, good, repent. Here we go, 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 here we go. This was, this is what made him a missionary. This guy was a missionary, man. He went into the jungles. He went into the remote areas. And he spoke the truth, gospel of Jesus Christ. And people got saved. He was making disciples. Paul was a killer. He was crazy. He, he didn't care. He wasn't, oh, brother, God bless you. Praise the Lord. Let me hold your hand and walk you through the wilderness. You, I just imagine Paul, man. He'd be, you know, shut up. Get, go, come on. And he reached people. He reached, he pleaded the church planner. Come on, he was a disciple maker, world shaker. But everybody wears their heart in their sleeves now. Really emotional. When, the, when Hillary Clinton lost, the colleges had beds for the college kids. They were crying, I can't go to school. They had panic rooms for the kids, teenage kids, and the little ones that were like, rule our country. Kids today, I'm telling you, man. Wow, that's a reprieve. Okay, here we go. 2018, 2018, here we go. He founded and planted many churches, guys. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 916. Got somebody up there or no? Is anybody up there? 1 Corinthians 916, please. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. For Read it with me. For what? For what? For what? Is laid on me. Yes. Woe is to me if I preach not the gospel. Well, let's read it together, everybody. Read what it says. For? For though I preach the gospel. Woe to me if I preach not the what? Mm. That's Paul. But you got to understand why he's saying that, guys. He was beat up. He was stoned. He gets back up, guys. Listen to this. This is, this is, this is when you know he's crazy, man. Because in verse 19, it says that the Jews from Antioch and the Konya came, and they, they, they pulled him out. Now listen carefully. He goes, and then when he had preached the gospel to the city, he made many disciples, then returned. Hello, somebody. To Lystra, Iconia, and Antioch. He went back. He wasn't scared. He wasn't scared to preach the gospel. Wow. He wasn't afraid to preach the word of God. He was evangelizing. Some say evangelizing. He was reaching out. If you're if your first time here, welcome here. I'm speaking to our church. And if you're visiting, God bless you. We love you. If you're the church, listen up. It's like when somebody walks into your house when everybody's getting spanked. Oh, you, you walked the wrong time. You came at the wrong time. <laughs> the love message is on Sunday. You're going to hear it on Sunday. So if you're visiting, God bless your soul. See you Sunday. Here you go. 
evangelism or evangelizing is vital to our existence as a church. Why some churches stay small and stuck is because there's no evangelism, evangelizing. Now listen to what I'm saying. It's not, listen, you got to hear what I'm saying. The purpose is to bring people to hear the gospel. The purpose we evangelize so the living word or the living message of the gospel can be preached to them. A place they can fellowship. But if they cannot fellowship if we don't reach out to them. Let us always preach the gospel. Someone say the gospel. It's the gospel. Bible says, Bible says if we lift him up, he'll draw all men to him. But faith without works is what? Dead. And it's going to take us to go and reach people. We, we, we need to, but listen carefully. From, that's why I'm saying, if we have been speaking dumb through our lives as a pulpit, that's why we can't reach people. These people look at you and go, I don't want to go to your church. Look at the way you're acting. Look how you've been. It ain't working for you. So that means that we need to fix ourselves this year. See, I'm going to live in life. Say me, say, I'm going to live in life. Say with me, I'm going to live in life. I'm going to live in the life. I'm, I'm going to live in the passion. I'm going to live in the desire. I'm getting, I'm getting back everything that belongs to me. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you. Woo, this is real. This is real for me as much as it is for you. But we're, if we're going to build what God's given us, we need to reach through evangelism. We need to reach out, man. I tell people all the time, you can do personal evangelism. Take a couple flyers in your pocket. Reach out. I tell, you don't have to, I'm not telling you to take 1,000. You could take 10. Ten, I, go, I do 10, 15 a day. I, 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 my, I always have flyers in my pocket. And I always got flyers in my back pocket. Here, God bless you. I'm going to sit there. I don't have, I'm going to sit there and go the whole Bible through them. I don't do the whole Ten Commandments with them. I, I, I don't do I, I just eat. Hey, God bless you. Go to church. Man, visit you. Come out. Stop by. And then when they come, they go, oh, Dan, you're the pastor. Oh, sometimes. <laughs> and they, they chirp out. They laugh. But I've reached so many people simply like that. It's so easy to evangelize. But sometimes the enemy wants to shut us up. We want to be afraid to say something. Don't be afraid. God has redeemed you. God has justified you. God has forgiven you. Come on, somebody. Amen. This year to build, guys. We're going to build through evangelism, and we're going to build through exhortation. Some say exhortation. Exhortation means to encourage. Now, look at verse 21. and Look at verse 22. Verse 22 says this. Strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in their faith. Wow. Church, Paul taught those who received the gospel to encourage all believers in their faith. Amen. Listen to what he says. I, I, I love strengthen the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith. And saying we must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. He, he told them, you're going to go through some stuff. But he exhorted them. He encouraged them, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, Jason. It's going to be okay, Bishop. Amen. It's going to be okay, George. It's going to be okay, brother. It's going to be okay, sister. And they got exhorted. They were encouraged. Some say encouraged. They were encouraged. Now, now listen, he encouraged all believers in their faith and security. Let's encourage those who are discouraged. There's people that are being discouraged. Encourage them. 
Come on, encourage them. Tell them it's going to be okay. Now, if they don't want to believe it, that's on them. But you tell them it's going to be okay. Don't sit there and be like, oh, you're right, huh? And let their discouragement fall on you. You know, some people get mad at me because when they're discouraged and I don't get discouraged, they, they're like, oh, you don't care. No, I do care, but I'm not going to get discouraged. I'm not going to feel defeated. Let's encourage those who feel like giving up. How about ever felt like giving up, man? And I tell myself sometimes, I got to speak to myself sometimes in the mirror. Edgy, behave. Okay. It's going to be all right. Okay. I got to pump myself up sometimes. I got nobody telling me, Pastor, everything's going to be great. Uh, no, I got my hand with myself in the mirror. I got to thank God for a good wife. Come on, I thank God for a good wife, man. Oh, my God. I'm telling you guys, if you get the wrong girl, she's going to jack you up. Girls, if you get the wrong guy, he's going to mess you up. If that guy cannot exhort you, you have no business with that guy. If that girl cannot lift you up, you have no business with that girl. That was for free. Here you go. I thank God for her because I'm telling you, man, I, I, sometimes she'll be, she'll be, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I'm like, okay, it's going to be okay. But I'm telling you, it's very important that you need to exalt those that are feeling like giving up. Let's encourage our own families. Come on, somebody. Our, our personal families. You got, some, of you got, some of you guys have personal families. They need to hear, hey, it's going to be okay. Come on. Come on. Come on. Do better this year. You can do greater this year. Come on. Go to church. Some of you can talk to your family on ways that only you can. Like some of you guys can slap your family. I mean, you guys can pray for your family. <laughs> Come here, brother. I love you. Some of you have the power to speak into your family. Let's encourage, encourage those in leadership. Some of our leadership are really, are really burnt out. And I don't know why they're burnt out. They only come once a week sometimes, and they're leaders. Um, excuse me, praise the Lord. Um, but I'm encouraging. Praise the Lord. Encourage. Okay, encourage. Okay. You can do better, leaders. Again, again, listen to this, listen to this. I love this one here. Let's encourage all in the family of faith. That means let's encourage everybody. Let's encourage each other, man. Let's, 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 let's reach out and let's reach in by encouraging. Someone say encourage. Encourage. Let me give you one more. Let me give you one more to wrap up tonight. Let's build through edification. Some say edify. The word edify means to build up. Some love to tear down, man. Some are like wrecking balls. <laughs> that song came in like a wrecking ball. Hello, somebody. And some are like wrecking balls. We just destroy each other, destroy marriages, destroy our children, destroy life, destroy everything with our mouth. How many of you are destroying anything here? Destroy. How many ever destroyed a good thing? And God is saying, stop being a destroyer, a wrecking ball, but be a builder. Some say a builder. Some say build up. Paul built up believers. Not only that, he built up churches. Guys, it's hard enough to build people, one person. But he was building up churches and building up leaders and building up pastors, raising them up. He was just, because it's hard. 
It's not easy. I know I'm doing it. It's not easy. But it's, someone say it's worth it. It's worth it. And this is what you need to understand, church, is that the Bible says these words. We must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. I'm entering this new year kingdom-minded. Entering this year ministry-minded. Entering this year knowing that, you know what? Life. I'm going to get back everything that the enemy tried to take from me. Come on, somebody. I'm going to take back everything the enemy tried to take. Let your pulpit in your life have meaning. Let your pulpit of life be effective. Let the pulpit of your life be an example. I want you to stand with me tonight, church. We need to build. If we're going to take souls from the devil, we need to continue building God's kingdom. We need to continue building each other. Building the, the ministry. Continue building so God can get glory and the gospel can be preached. People can be reached. People can get healed. People can get restored. Lives can be mended. It's going to take us believing in the gospel. It's going to take us stepping out of faith. It's going to take us to preach, to evangelize. Don't allow yourself to be controlled by your trial. Don't allow what you're going through to make you get weird. I'm telling you, I've seen a lot of weirdos last year. And they're still here, praise the Lord. That's a good thing. I tell people, the church is for sick people. And if you figure out what sick people look like, look to your neighbor. Hallelujah. But a hospital is there, listen carefully, to heal sick people. So if you're coming here, you shouldn't be sick for the rest of your life. You should get better. You should be getting healed in your mind. You should be healed in your heart. You should be letting go of unforgiveness. And grabbing hold of strength. Grabbing hold of the grace. Grabbing hold of the mercy. And walking into your destiny. Paul got up. He was dead. He was supposed to be dead, but he got up. He wasn't supposed to preach no more. He wasn't supposed to reach out no more. He wasn't supposed to do nothing no more. But he got up, and when he got up, he continued to preach the gospel, and he continued reaching people. He continued edifying the disciples. Because why? Because he got up, and it's time that the church rises and gets up. And says, 2018, it's going to be different. Come on, lift up your hands. Just lift up your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah. 
Oh, we come against every demonic power in the name of Jesus. Every lying devil, we come against you. Every spirit of gossip and slander, we rebuke you now in the name of Jesus. We come against division and strive. We come against, against all the powers of hell. And we come right now in the name of Jesus, declaring that this year is the year of life. This year is a year of blessing. This year is a year of growth we declare it we walk in it we no longer are subject to the trials of this life of this world we are are subject to God and to his strength to his mercy his grace his faith you're here tonight and you're saying I'm tired of walking in the old I'm ready to walk into the new. I'm ready to walk into 2018. I'm ready to walk into life, blessings, and strength. If that's you tonight, I want you to come. I want you to come to the altar. You come, you come, you come now, now, now. This is your time. I'm walking out of 2017 into 2018. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Oh. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's time to get into the deep waters. It's time to get into the deep waters. It's time to step out to the deep. Stop fishing from the shallow waters. Thinking you're going to catch a whale from the shallow waters. It's time to step out in your faith. It's time to step out of your comfortable zone. It's time to believe like never before. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, just begin to get a hold of God. Come on. Come on, believer. Come on, believer. Come on, disciple. Come on, begin to get a hold of God. Come on, begin to cry out. Come on, begin to cry out. Begin to cry out. Come on, begin to cry out. Come on, begin to cry out. Come on, cry out. Cry out. Cry out. Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. You need a push. You need a push through this year. Come on, you need to push yourself this year. Come on, push yourself out of that condition. Push yourself out of that hurt. Push yourself out of that misery. Push yourself out of that trial. Push yourself. Come on, pray. Come on, pray. Cry out. Come on, shout. Come on, get a hold of God. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Don't you dare stay happy in your misery. 
Don't you dare stay happy in your sickness, in your disease. Get out of that place. Get out of that hurt. Get out of that place. Listen. Some of us have, have said, God, my faith hasn't, hasn't, I've been faithful, I've been, I've been faithful, and I, 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 I've been loving you, God, I've been praying, but nothing's happening. Listen carefully to what I'm going to say. People all of a sudden say, well, you don't have enough faith. No, that's not it. Your faith is working. Your faith is working. Your prayers are working. You just got to be consistent. Refuse to give up because you see no results. Refuse to run because you see no results. Refuse to hand over your rights because you have no results. Refuse to stop. Don't allow yourself. Don't allow yourself to say, well, it didn't work. Yeah, it did work. And it's working. Come on, it's working. Your healing's coming. Your breakthrough's coming. It's coming. But you got to be consistent. You got to be consistent. The Bible says that when he looked at the paralytic, he didn't say paralytic, your faith. He said, no, he said their faith. Their faith. It's so important that you understand. Sometimes we need each other more than you can imagine. You need your brother. You need your sister. You need your spouse. You need your prayers to carry you through sometimes. Uh, don't allow yourself to be a little ranger this year. It's time that you plug in more than you ever have. It's time that you get plugged in more than you ever have. Don't burn yourself. See the purpose of your life. See the purpose of your life. This is your guy's year if you want it. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Thank you, Jesus. Come on, sing it out, sing it out. Hallelujah. I want you to push through. I want you to push through. I want you to push through, push through. 